Pastor Sandra tells it as it is. My teaching is entitled, Tell Me Where You Have Put Him. And my read is taken from John 20, 1 to 18. I'm reading from the New International Version, and I read. So early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciples started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the the strips of linen lying there but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went inside He saw and believed. They still did not understand from scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying as she wept. She bent over into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, woman, why are you crying? Who is it you're looking for? Thinking he was the gardener. She said, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, do not hold on me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I love these children of God. Jesus said to her, go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. So my teaching today is tell him, where have you put him? By the way, have you heard about Jesus? Uh, The Bible let us know that the word that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. They go forth to accomplish that which they are sent forth to accomplish. 
And the word of God will not return to you and I without fulfilling its job. In fact, the Bible says it will not return to you and I void. So the word of God is not static. It is applicable to every situation. It is not only applicable to one situation. It is applicable to every circumstances. So this teaching is sent to ask, children of God, where have you put him? You have heard about him, but where is the Lord Jesus in your life? Where in your life have you put Jesus? Bible said Mary went to the gardener to ask him, where have you put him? What have you done with him? Are you looking for him, children of God? So this and more were the cries of Mary's, Mary Magdalene. The Bible says she asked the gardener, where have you put him? And it was this cry of concern that kept Mary Magdalene up all night. The Bible said early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. This tells me Mary could not sleep. She was tormented, not knowing what had happened to the body of the Lord Jesus. She was stricken with grief by not knowing. She was dying with anxiety and fear. She was plagued and angered and disturbed and troubled and distressed. Why? She did not know what was being done to the body of the Lord Jesus. She did not know where they had taken the body of Jesus and where they would bury him. She wanted to go and get Jesus. This was a very big project for Mary. But Mary was not afraid of the project. Why? Because she knew the subject. When you and I know the subject, nothing will bother us and no project will be big for us. Nothing can shake us. Nothing can stop us. Um, put you and I to the test. We will tell tests to come and we will pass them with flying colors. So this teaching, children of God, is, is, to, is to just to highlight uh, that Mary wasn't afraid to go out in the dark to seek for Jesus. And my teaching is to highlight the dark. We are in dark times. I don't know why Holy Spirit has sent this message again. Um, but we're in dark times and, um, and, um, and, um, and we are in dark season. But the Holy Spirit said, I must let children of God know, let not your heart be troubled. God can come out of evil. Good can come out of evil. Light can shine out of darkness. So Mary Magdalene was not afraid of the dark. The Bible said early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been moved from the entrance. For some of us to receive our healings and deliverance and blessings and breakthroughs, sometimes we need to revisit, we need to visit the place. Yes, so uh, the Holy Spirit, the, the, Mary went back to the tomb 
And like in the case of Jesus, they buried Jesus. The Bible said they buried him in a tomb. But guess what? What the enemy did not know, what the enemy did not know, he didn't know Jesus was a seed. So that was the best thing he could have done to Jesus. The Bible said he buried Jesus, yes? And didn't know that Jesus was a seed. Mary Magdalene was the one who made preparation to anoint Jesus' head with the most expensive perfume she had named Spikenard. Mary Magdalene uses her hair to wipe his feet to prepare him for his burial with this expensive perfume. So she, she used her hair to touch him with the feelings of her infirmities. So that's why she wasn't afraid of the dog. That's why she wasn't afraid because how could she lift the body of Jesus even if the gardener had given her the body? What would she, do you think she could lift it? But yes, she could because she had the anointing to lift it. So, um, because the Bible said um, in, 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 in Hebrews 4.15, For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. So while the disciples were getting indignant and, and obnoxious, saying, oh, this is expensive, this should have been given to the poor, she, he, they didn't know that while she was using her hair, Yes, because the Bible said our, our hair is counted. They're all numbered. And um, she was using her hair to wipe his feet. Each strand of hair, each nerve she touched, she was touched by the feelings of our infirmities. For we have not a high preacher which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are. Yet he did not sin. Amen. So Mary took Bible studies up at the feet of Jesus. So she already knew what his outcome would be. Martha, her sister, was bothered. She was always bothered about her spending more time in the kitchen and pre pre uh, making preparations. And Mary um, was not there to help her. So um, Jesus... Jesus, Jesus said, Martha, Martha, why do you bother yourself? Mary has chosen the, the better part, and I will not take it away from her. So Mary knew, Mary knew. So Mary knew Jesus was going to rise again. She knew he was the resurrection and life. She knew hell could not have him. The devil could not stop him, and the grave could not contain him, and death could not hold him. Mary Magdalene was the only person on the face of the earth that was up at that time of the morning. And the Bible said, while it was still dark. Still dark means no one else was up at that time of the morning, bar one woman that could not sleep. Who is up? Who is up this time of the morning? Jackie, are you up? What about you, Lisa? Are you up? Sharon, are you up? Joan, are you up? Sheila, are you up? Nelly, are you up? Margaret, are you up? Who is up at the wee hours of the morning? Mary was tormented. She could not sleep. She was stricken with grief. She was 
died with anxiety. She was plagued with fear. She was wracked with horror. She was angered and disturbed and troubled and distressed, not knowing whether um, where they had taken um, Jesus' body. What have they done to it? And she was bothered. You know, they had taken the Lord out of the tomb and she didn't know where they had put him. That was the reason for her worry. She knew it at the feet of Jesus in Bible studies that the grave could not contain him. Death could not hold him down. She knew out of darkness will come light. She knew from, from the light, children of God will, will have revelation. From re revelation to elevation. From elevation to divine service. Amen. So um, the Bible said Mary stood outside the tomb crying. And as she wept and bent over to look into the tomb, she saw two angels white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? And they, ha they have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. And at this she turned around and saw Jesus there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, woman, who is it you're looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried in Aramaic, Rabboni which means teacher. Jesus said, do not hold on me for I have not ascended to my father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them I am ascended to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Ascending to my father means I have finished my course and purposes to which I have been called. I have paid the price for Adam's falling race. I hold the keys of hell and death and the grave. I have been given a name that is higher than every other name. I am seated at the right hand of God. Last week, children of God, Jesus, um, last week's teaching, Jesus came in as the door. He said um, in John 6, 9, he said, um, 6 and 7, Jesus said to them, most assuredly I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the, the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. This week's teaching, Jesus is still coming back. Jesus revealed to you as the name that is higher than every other name, and it is seated at the right hand of God. What have you done with him? He's asking you. He's telling me to ask you. Now that if you've, you've had the teaching last week that he's the door. Yes, but what have you done with him? Did you take him as your personal savior and Lord and run? Did you take him to preach the gospel as he gave it to Mary? He said to, 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 to Mary, um, go and tell my disciples 
And so um, this week he sent, he, he took it to another le level. Amen. To reveal himself. Amen. He said, what have you done? What have you done? What have you done with him? Amen. So I'm going to close off there today. And um, I'm going to pray. Papa God, thank you again for the matchless word of God. Last week's teaching, you declare yourself as the sheepfold and the door. No one cometh to the Father except he uses the door. And this week you came from a different angle. If you seek me, you will find me even in the dark. Mary was catapulted from light to revelation, from revelation to elevation, from elevation to divine service in darkness of her passion for you. Thank you that we have found you and may you guide your children to capture this as light to enlighten anyone who are in darkness to find you. Your words in Second Peter 3, verses 9, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with, with you, not wanting any to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. In the mighty name of Jesus. So Father I ask for your blessing and protection. On your children and to everyone especially. Who reads this podcast. And who, 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 who pass it on. To propagate the gospel. I thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. This is Pastor Sandra. I'm closing out now. And just to remind you. To pass on your podcast, your your um, this podcast that I've sent to you, to your friends and to your family, so that they can hear the word of God. When you do that, God will bless you, and He, you will be propagating the gospel. God bless you.